chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis, with your host, Dave Inman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, keeping you, our listeners, on the pulse of what's happening in cannabis today. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Janine Moss with Cannabis Style. Janine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, you know, we're just uh, a couple of weeks away from uh, one of the most important elections, and uh, we have a lot of states on uh, the ballot that uh, are either voting for recreational cannabis or medical cannabis. So it's, uh, it's going to be a very green year, regardless of uh, whoever the president turns out to be. <laughs> well, you know, the world is about to change. It's been changing dramatically, as you know, in the world of cannabis. But so many people are going to be affected, and, and there's going to be new people looking for new things and asking questions. It's going to be really exciting. And that's where you come into play. So you guys have a, uh, a green guide. So, so tell us about these green guides that you, uh, you produce. Well, the green guides are, we call them the Annabee Green Guides. Um, we created them as a company because we are dedicated to uh, lifestyle, fashion, and function. And so we create, we, um, Annabee is the, creates the world's first tried and true aroma controlled purses for women to carry cannabis. And so we thought, well, you know, if you're carrying cannabis, you want to travel. Let's create some green guides for women who are taking the high road. Taking the high road indeed. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you target specific uh, locations currently, and, and that would, I would assume, are, are typically our recreational uh, approved states, correct? We rolled out with that way. So we started Los Angeles. We have Los Angeles. We have San Francisco. Denver is going to be announced this week in our social media. And we have Boulder coming up, Seattle, Washington, D.C. And uh, we're just going to keep them coming. And they're, they're communal efforts. Women are giving us ideas and suggestions, and we're incorporating them into the guides. Well, let's hope that Phoenix becomes a destination here soon for you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, you know, there's so many people who consume cannabis in Arizona and, uh, you know, for a million good reasons. And I can't wait to do the Phoenix Green Guide. If I, if I could give one a nugget of, uh, of uh, information about Phoenix, do it in the fall. <laughs> Summertime can be a very dramatic place in this state. It, it kind of prefaces why no one should actually live here in the in the first place. Uh, basically, you know, the way I look at it is God laid this place barren for a reason. <laughs> and the only thing that we can hope for is uh, is some quality cannabis and being able to consume legally here soon. True. And, you know, the, what the green guides try to do is we try to be real. We try to be super useful, like our bags. And what we try to do is say, okay, like, do this, don't do that. So that kind of tip is important for us. Absolutely. You know, it's beautiful here in the fall. But uh, if you get caught out here in the summertime, uh, especially in the monsoon season when the humidity starts to pick up and it's 110 and 90% humidity, uh, it's, it's not as pleasant as one might think. 
<laughs> so uh, originally you guys started making uh, bags, purses for, for, for women, stylish purses that uh, basically had like an odor barrier. Uh, so that way, you know, your cannabis didn't smell outside of your purse, right? Correct. Really, you know, we, we woke up one day. It's a story I'm happy to tell, but, we, you know, I woke up and I said, you know what? We've got beautiful eyeglass cases. We've got iPhone, iPad cases. We've got cosmetics bags. Why don't we have something beautiful and functional to carry our cannabis? Absolutely. You know, too often, uh, you know, cannabis and, and uh, you know, the, the function of always took a backseat, you know. Uh, we would giggle, uh, you know, we'd, we'd make an apple pipe. And uh, now we actually have, uh, you know, we have some real quality products that are out there. We had, a, we had a, another company on uh, uh, the, the show uh, last week, um, or a week before last, I should say. And uh, they made a bunch of, like, compartmentalized uh, items, you know, uh, the, the hideaway, you know, the cans. They had this hairbrush. Uh, that uh, was a storage item. I just thought it was the greatest thing. Um, but really, you know, we're, we're, we're not just a backseat anymore. Now, now you know, we're seeing write-ups. Uh, we had Jeff the 420 Chef uh, on, on our show, and he'd been written up in so many uh, prominent magazines and featured in so many different things. And, and that's really what we're starting to see more and more often is, is it's not taking a backseat to what everybody else has done traditionally. It's now, it's, it's almost in vogue as opposed to just uh, simply uh, something that would be hidden. You know, I totally, I'm so glad you brought that up because we're not about hiding who you are. We're about celebrating who you are and what your choices are. And how do we do that? We express ourselves through style and function and, you know, what we carry. But, you know, it's more, I think, though, there is a discretion side of things where you want to be in control of who knows what, where, you, where, when, why, and with whom you share your private life. So that's what our products are about, not so much hiding it as much as giving it um, your own personal sense of style, giving it function, and giving you the safety and security that you want uh, to know that it, it, it's your choice, you know, of when to share, as opposed to having a pungent smell that gives you away, for example. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my favorite smells, but it often can be, uh, it can be a little much from time to time. And, uh, you know, sometimes you don't want people to think that, uh, you know, you're out there smoking, you know. Um, and, and, you know, more often than not, you probably aren't. You're probably waiting until, you know, it's an appropriate set and setting um, to, to do so. But uh, that, that, uh, that cannabis is still going to smell either way. You, you know what's funny about the smell is we used to call this odor lock technology, what we used to contain it, but we changed it to aroma block. And we did that because cannabis is almost like wine now. When you go into a dispensary, you sniff the different style, types and you choose which one you want. And we didn't want to make it a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But to be truthful, I am a Chanel Chance girl. That's what I like to wear, and I don't want to have eau de cannabis. <laughs> you know, it's only a matter of time before that happens, you know. But it, it is interesting, you know. We, we, have, we have so many different, uh, you know, strains that are out there and hybrids, and, and we get these, these bouquets that uh, are just incredible, you know, the terpene profiles and, and then, of course, the flavonoid profiles. You know, these, these uh, you know, strains that are coming out now, I mean, it, it – 
just like you said, a fine wine. You're, you know, we're going to start seeing, you know, people, uh, well, you know, uh, you know, cannabis from, you know, 19, you know, or 2005, 2015 moving forward that they store away in like a humidor, you know, like a, a cabinet uh, version of a cigar or something like that. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's right around the corner. But, you know, I think stigma isn't going to just disappear one day, boom, you know, because it's legal. There's certainly, we've seen attitudes shift, but it's not going to disappear. So you're always going to want to decide when to tell somebody or not tell somebody, right, about what you do. And um, so I think that's kind of more of the, the question, but I, I think it's so much fun to experience all these strains, like w- what you were just mentioning, and I think also learning which ones are good for you and for different things. We have a huge education ahead of us. It's really exciting. The number of uh, businesses that are coming online right now that are just geared for cannabis education. There's so many unknowns that are out there, so many questions that people that, you know, maybe they used cannabis uh, early on, you know, in the 70s or something like that, and they're revisiting it now, and, and it's so different now that, uh, you know, they, they have to question. You know, they, they don't understand the dabs and the, the shatters and, the, you know, the crumbles, and half the, half the people I, I know don't really understand it to, uh, to its fullest degree. And so, you know, these, these uh, you know, informational uh, businesses, I, I find they're going to be a wonderful uh, outlet, you know, to uh, be able to kind of concierge the effort of, of the cannabis knowledge to the populace. But, you know, to dive back into the, uh, the stigma, you know, the, the stigma is yeah. something that we, we all need to work at. You know, we need to find ourselves in those uncomfortable conversations with people that are either on the fence or staunchly against and figure out a way to bridge that gap. You know, when uh, they're, they're saying, no, this, this is bad, this is bad, and my, my preacher says it's bad, or my politician says it's bad, and this is what they said. We need to have sage advice and sage facts that we can retort those conversations and, and you know, dismay, you know, get rid of the, uh, the, the whole host of lies that come out at us. You know, I mean, they keep, even to this day, they keep saying, you know, that uh, cannabis is a, uh, a, a gateway drug. Well, you know, that was, that was disproven back in the 70s. You know, we know that it's not a gateway drug, and yet they're still able to uh, use that as, as if it was, you know, a, a, a solid as a rock kind of uh, a quote. Yeah. And, and we know it's not. And so we definitely, you know, you, I, and everybody else that's listening, we need to work on the stigma. We will never normalize cannabis until the stigma is gone, legal or otherwise. Well, it's going to take a long and sustained effort, right? And, you know, we look at how much misinformation that we've been subject to in this election time. And I really think that um, smart people are going to say, you know what, I really need multiple sources. I can't just trust either Fox News or CNN. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to look in different places for my facts and, and become more discriminating. And I think if people do that, you're going to get, you're going to find that the normalization on that side is going to occur a lot more quickly because, you know, there's what, 80 million people who have been uh, consuming cannabis for 60 years. That's a pretty good market study right there. That's right? a pretty good market study and something that they should not be able to uh, just simply dismiss. Uh, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we have Janine Moss with Cannabis Style, Cannabis Radio. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. 
Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants, healthy people. SansalCBD.com. Improve your lifestyle naturally. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Janine Moss with Cannabis Style. Uh, we, we talked about the purses. We talked a little bit about the green guides. I'd definitely like to kind of dive into that a little bit more here in a minute. Uh, but we are also talking about the stigma and what we can do to get rid of the cannabis stigma. And, and I have to agree that, uh, you know, it is going to be some time. It's not going to just overturn overnight. It- People understanding that uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, jump off a bridge, do any number of things that, uh, you know, the, the reefer madness would have uh, us believe, you know, and it certainly doesn't make you play. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Dave, I think one of the things is that um, I think we probably have to start, you know, we have to be really proud of what we're doing and proud of our choices, right? You, you, you know, once we, I just can't. Because I, you know, I had a very conservative marketing practice before I started Anabee. And so, you know, being who you are, you're going to be judged anyway. You might as well be judged for who you believe, what you believe in, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and at the same note, sometimes it's best if we don't lie. Sometimes if we just appear to be conservative, because we are. And, uh, oh, and it just so happens that I also consume cannabis. It really contextual place what the typical cannabis user is. I mean, most of them aren't the, the hippy-dippies. They're just not. Um, most of them are business professionals that, uh, unfortunately, um, in their bathroom with a toilet paper tube stuffed full of dryer sheets so nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's the truth. Well, you know, what I'm saying is as, as legalization progresses, which I believe it will, um, you have more and more reason to be able to uh, let people know that what you believe in, and if you believe, you know, it, it, like for example, myself, I had a hip replacement, and that was what really put me over the edge of insane to deny this treatment to people who who need this medicine. Right? I became a rabid evangelist, and at that point, I can say I can say unequivocally that this is a an incredible plant that has helped so many people, and I'm willing to be passionate about it, even though I'm conservative as well. See, and that's exactly what we need is more people just like you 
that are willing to, you know, kind of go out on a limb. They, they don't have to change their attire, you know, to, to do so, mm-hmm. which uh, so often people think that, oh, I'm going to smoke and I'm going to, the next thing you know, I'm going to be wearing a tie-dye. This is not the case. You know, in fact, uh, <laughs> it's honestly the opposite of that. Only only certain people will wear the tie-dyes uh, anymore. And don't get me wrong, I wore plenty of tie-dyes in my time, um, but I can't wear them to work. So I don't. Well, you know what? You're hitting on something that's really important, and I've learned through being in the fashion business, which has which means is we're not just boho, we're not just rockers, we're not just classic or glam or conservative, all of those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I might listen to the Beatles one day. More people can celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I might listen to the Beatles one day, you know, the next it might be some Slayer, you know. Uh, the day after mm-hmm. that, I might be listening to Rite of Strings with, uh, you know, Paco De La Chia and Aldi Miola and uh, Tony McLaughlin. And, and, uh, and I might be doing that the next day, you know, and, and it's exactly, uh, you know, a great, uh, you know, reference point, basically, to, to go back to that, you know, we are all very unique individuals. And, uh, you know, I can't wait for a moment that cannabis doesn't seem to define us anymore. It just simply exists within our cabinet for use when intended, when, when needed. Yeah. Well, let me give you a little bright spot on that, too, because we did, I, one of my uh, business partners in uh, Anabi is um, a company called PSD Research, and they're a national research operation. And so they mounted a study because we were looking at stigma and what does this all mean. And it turns out, I think you would be favorably uh, impressed to discover that People are not so negative about other people. This was a study that said, how do you feel about other people who um, consume cannabis? And 61% said they are no more or less or somewhat more favorable about friends, for example. And 60% were uh, either neutral or a little bit more favorable about coworkers. And 57% were about the same or a little bit more favorable about family. So that's more than half of the people were, were either neutral or even favorably disposed towards families, coworkers, and friends who consume cannabis, which I think is kind of incredible. It really is, you know, and it just keeps pushing the needle further and further is is the truth of it. And, you know, we, mm-hmm. we have other polls that come out that say, oh, you know, uh, you know, the negative polls, obviously. But the, the truth is, is that when you get out there and you talk, it's it's a lot less than, you know, 40, 50 percent, like they try to say, is uh, opposed to it. Um, you know, when I'm out in the street uh, talking to people, and I, I do it fairly often, um, you know, I would say maybe one in ten says anything negative and and that's probably conservative um you just don't get that much pushback you know so when my wife and i and a group of people are up uh, you know canvassing the streets in in downtown gilbert which is the uh the, the the largest town in the country so it's the largest municipality that still calls itself a town and very conservative very uh very religious very conservative and going up and down the 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 town hall area, uh, literally out of 100 people I spoke to, I might have had three that said no. So, I mean, it really, um, you know, the, the, the time is now, you know, we, uh, we are definitely uh, going to start seeing some uh, dramatic freedoms, um, not just in, in Arizona, obviously, but, uh, you know, we have, we have nine states, nine states that are voting on recreational or medical marijuana in, in just under two weeks. 
And uh, I can't wait until after because I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think everybody knows somebody who consumes cannabis and they know they're not an axe murderer. So reality is seeping into this discussion, and I think that's what's driving this whole thing. We've lived a long time. We've met a lot of people, no matter who you are. You know a ton of people who consume cannabis, and they're just fine people. Absolutely. So, you know, here's a raise a toast to all the fine people out there who consume cannabis responsibly or medically, even more important. If I had to say forget rec forever and just make it be medical, it's such an incredible medicine, we just can't ignore it. It's, it's a sin to ignore. It has to, bare minimum, be available for, for medical use. We have to get rid of yeah. the pharmaceuticals that are plaguing our nation, that are ruining our youth, that are harming our parents, our grandparents. We have to do something about it. And cannabis is, is the, 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 the path to do so. So let me yeah. ask you, Janine, um, you obviously you weren't in cannabis all this time, right? So no, I was not. To, what was your background and what brought you to cannabis? Well, I've been in marketing my whole life, and I've worked for the, some of the most conservative organizations. I've worked for the government. I've worked for the top consulting management consulting firms. I've worked for the city of New York. I was headed up communications for the September 11th fund. And I should say, I, was, I grew up in Venice Beach, California, so imagine so that. So wait, I'm going to stop you right there, because I'm also a gondolier. Uh-huh, so. really? <laughs> you bet. Wow, yeah. there's not too many of us, Dave. There really isn't. Uh, you know, most people would not know what the hell a gondolier is unless you're from uh, the beautiful uh, beach of Venice. Um, it certainly has changed uh, since I went to school yep. there. Um, the gentrification is real, you know, um, yep. but it is one of the most unique um, places I've ever been. And uh, one that I, I found I can't live anymore. It's just too crazy. <laughs> Well, you know, so as a as a gondolier, you know that in back in the day, there wasn't anyone who didn't uh, consume cannabis in Venice, right? So it was as Absolutely. normal as drinking a beer, right? So, you know, I came from that. I, I moved when I was like 25 to New York City, and I'm thrust into this very conservative environment. And women, women are sneaking around, pulling out baggies and tea tins, and, you know, and, and I'm acting like guilty teenagers. So I kind of observed that through my career, and, you know, I, I'll admit I was one of them. And um, it wasn't until my hip surgery that I thought, this is crazy. Why are we doing this? This makes so much sense. We believe in it. it I've had a great career, owned my home, raised great kids. Why am I feeling like a criminal? We're going to take a quick break. I want to dive right back into uh that you're not a criminal just because you use cannabis. Uh, we got Janine okay. Ma- Moss with Cannabis Style, uh, State of Cannabis. We'll be right back with you, folks. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got 
to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hey, Bink. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. From dabs to chibas, sativas to indicas, we roll out a whole concentrate of fresh new content every week. It's like going from the greenhouse to the dispensary. CannabisRadio.com Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. Only on CannabisRadio.com Once again, here's Dave Inman. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. With us today, we have Janine Moss with Cannabis Style. Janine, when we left you, we were talking about how you're not a criminal for using cannabis. So you had a hip replacement and uh, you found cannabis. You'd used it before, but now you had a medical reason to use it. So, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, the short story is that they said, what's your pain goal? I said, zero. They said, okay, here's literally a, uh, a shopping bag filled with Vicodin. I said, great. I took it home. I took some, you know, it was like you had to take it every couple hours, a couple of pills. I was a zombie. I didn't feel like being a zombie. After about three days, I had enough of them. I, I need to stretch this out. I need to get off of this stuff, but I also need to manage the pain. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if I can't extend the time between pills, the number of pills. And within a week, I'm off of everything. I don't need the opioids. I could use Advil, a little bit of cannabis once in a while. And I'm back sitting at work out of my home at that time. So, you know, it was easy to do. But uh, so that experience just made me incensed that I should feel like a criminal for doing something that was good for my body. And then I said, well, why am I still hanging, you know, pulling out baggies, losing my lighter, can't find my, everything smells, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to get something good for it. I'm going to get something pretty that belongs in my nice Gucci bag. And I go online, there's nothing. And I realized this this culture, actually, you know, it's been pretty male-dominated, but we're at a new time uh, in, in our so, both uh, culturally with women and culturally with cannabis, and the time is now to put those two things together and create something nice for women, and that was the impetus for Anabi. And we need more and more and more of these types of forward-thinking uh, products coming out. You know, again, it's just such a beautiful idea. You know, it's it's not to uh, to hide it. And, and what was that term that you used again? A uh, uh, odor lock versus I said no, it's aroma aroma block because we don't consider it an odor. It's an aroma, but Absolutely. that doesn't even want to smell like it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I love the smell of garlic. It doesn't mean I'm going to rub it all over my body before I go outside. (laughs) That's the best analogy I've ever heard. I'm going to use that. (laughs) You're welcome to. (laughs) 
yes, it's, it's something that we definitely enjoy smelling, and it's it's at an appropriate time, you know, just like wine. You know, you're going to pour a glass of wine, let it breathe, smell it before you drink it. You know, there's there's a process for the enjoyment and, you know, the, the bits that tingle our brain even before we consume. You know, just that uh, the anticipation and the, the entire rollout of the experience. It really is a, a magical time. Well, you know, that is the what you just said, process for enjoyment. The our motto at Anabi is enjoy the journey. Because it's not just the destination, you know that. If there's Absolutely. a whole process and ritual and why shouldn't we celebrate all of it and enjoy the whole thing? It's never the destination, it's always the journey. Yep. Always the journey. You know, there's uh, there's just so many beautiful things that uh, us, I guess. You know, to dive back in, we have two weeks, just under two weeks left before our, uh, our, our states have opportunity for more freedoms. You know, we're able to keep our, our friends, family, coworkers out of getting, uh, uh, you know, in this state, it's a classic felony. Other states, it's not quite as bad. But we, uh, we have the ability to prevent them from getting, you know, horrible, horrible uh, uh, records uh, just for simple possession and consumption. So, I mean, we, we definitely have a lot on the horizon and places for businesses just like, uh, and uh, I'm excited for this personally. I think, uh, you know, it's a, it's a green new world that uh, we're about to embark on. Yep, and it's going to be a lot friendlier, happier, more accepting, and thanks to cannabis. And for every city that affords it, and it's going to be brought about by Anaby, which is pretty great, you know. I, I can't wait to see all the different states that are going to roll out. Let's, uh, let's uh, let everybody know where they can get a hold of you and get a hold of your products while I still have you on the show here. Thank you so much. So, um, Anaby, we say we pronounce it that way because we're just French designers, that's why, but it really is um, cannabis without the C. So, Anaby Style, A N N A B I S S T Y L E dot com, is our website, and you can get everything there. You can get the green guides, you can see all the products, we've got blogs. Um, we've got a lot of good stuff there, but I hope that you that people will find something that helps them express their personal style on the website, and that they'll find super useful and gives them the freedom to carry their cat style. And soon, legally. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, in many places, legally right now. Yep, and we'll have even more soon. Even more soon, as long as everybody votes yes. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just about out of time here. Um, but I really want to thank you for coming on the show. You know, I, I'm going to point a lot of people. Christmas is coming, so they're going to need to know about Annabee. Uh, so I'm going to make sure that uh, you get uh, a lot more responses uh, here in the next couple of months. And I want to thank all of you for joining us for this edition of The State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Inman. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Don't forget to like and comment. I'm your host, Dave Inman, and we'll talk with you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.